0: Hi, this is Rick Bell. I am a deliverance minister. I didn't choose to be that. It kind of chose me. And if you know anything about my story, you understand that. I'm doing this audio teaching today to try to help some of you who are facing demonization. Uh, Some would call it possession. You may say it's oppression. Either you or someone in your family that you're you're dealing with. So I want to give you some truth about that today. Now I'm not here to sugarcoat anything or to to you know make it more palatable than it is. I'm just going to try to explain how it really works from the trenches. I've been doing this now for a few years, probably uh, since around 2010, 2011, and I've learned quite a bit. But we're in a different time now. As I'm making this, it's midsummer of uh, the year 2020. And things have escalated quite a bit, and they will continue to escalate, meaning there's more demonic power in the land than there has been at any other time that I'm aware of. And you see the evidence of it everywhere. If you're listening to this, you're probably seeing the evidence of it in your life or your family. So let's go over some things. First of all, you're not crazy. Don't let anyone tell you you are. Demons are. And paranormal activity are very real. But unfortunately, we don't know very much about any of it. The Bible says that we see through a glass darkly, which means we understand some things, we can see some things, but most things we can't. And just when we think we've figured something out about dealing with uh, deliverance and demons, an entirely new scenario comes to the forefront and plays itself out. I, whenever I'm speaking like this, it's, it's from direct experience of things that I have been through, so I know what I'm talking about. I haven't read this in a book or seen it on some YouTube somewhere. There is a significant increase in demonic power in the earth right now. It is showing up like never before. And no matter what you've been taught in church, there is no quick fix or immediate remedy in many cases for dealing with demons. It is usually a process, and each case is unique. Let me say that again, because that that's what a lot of people who reach out to me or other deliverance ministers want and expect. They expect a quick prayer, something they may have seen in a movie or seen on one of the ghost shows where someone comes and cleanses a house and everything goes back to normal. That's not how it works in the real world. There are steps that you can take, but ultimately it's not up to the deliverance minister to get you freedom or get your child free. It's going to be steps that the individual has to take, we'll talk about, uh we'll talk about some of those steps. Uh, as a deliverance minister with several years of experience, I can tell you the most important function of the deliverance minister is to discern and identify the demon and some of the open doors a person has that may have allowed the demon access to them or their loved ones. In some cases, these doors may not appear uh, easily. that You may not recognize this as an open door for demonic activity. But the gaps will eventually be revealed by the Holy Spirit as the probing goes forward. If I work with an individual to try to help them get some freedom, get deliverance, I ask a lot of questions, a lot of probing questions, because the Holy Spirit begins to illuminate as I ask questions of people. He begins to share things with me and show me things that I would have no way of knowing that point to the open doors in the person's life. Many people aren't comfortable with this when a deliverance minister begins to ask these deep personal questions, and again, it's not because I have any interest in your personal life or want to know any of the uh, details, but it is important because it's the way that the Lord reveals uh, what's going on and what's happening behind the scenes, behind the curtain, so to speak. The individual must the deliverance can only be achieved when the person who is demonized comes into agreement with the deliverance minister, with the Lord, that they truly want to be free completely. Now, that sounds easy and sounds, well, I can do that. I can get an agreement with, with, I definitely want out of this misery. But then a day, a week, a month later, when those demons attempt to come back, How badly do you want to stay free? Because if you drift back into certain old thought patterns or behaviors, you will open the door and the demons will come back in stronger than before. It's important that you know that. That's why it's not a good idea just to jump up and, as a deliverance minister, run in and start praying for people to be delivered. That, in some cases, can make the situation worse. And again, I'm telling you the truth here. The individual who is demonized must actually do the deliverance, quote-unquote, on themselves, because they have to evict the demon. The uh, deliverance minister can lead them through it and lead them in prayer. But again, the most valuable uh, thing that a deliverance minister is able to do is to tell you and discern this is a problem area. You are going to have to make the decision to work through and close that door. You can repeat after me all the prayers you want, but if there's not a significant change in the way these demons got into you in the doors, then nothing's going to change in the long run. And that's, that's the truth of it. And that's what I'm, I want you to understand so that you'll have uh, some weapons to fight back and not feel that you, you're at the mercy of having to reach out for a deliverance minister or find someone to come to your house and you know sprinkle holy water or whatever you see on television. That's not how this works. If a deliverance minister attempts to remove a demon before the demonized individual is able to withstand the temptation to let the demon back in, the person will end up in worse shape than before when the demon returns with more demons. So that's what's really at stake here. It it is a process. So if I'm speaking to you and you have a child and I say the child uh, that's someone who is the age of accountability, a small child who's being demonized, that is completely up to the parents. You have authority over that child. You see the Lord will not just turn the child loose to the devil and let the devil devour them. There is an open door somewhere in the adult, parents, older siblings, somewhere in the house, the structure, there's an open doorway that the demons are gaining access. You may not want to hear that. You may say, well, I live a clean life. My wife and I were in church three times a week, four times, whatever. We're on missions trips, fill in the blank. Well, the evidence is something's wrong. There's a door somewhere that's open and you need to check your attitudes And how you think about some things. And again, this is not what people want to hear. I just want there to be a magic button that they push. But that's not how it really works in the real world. The only power that we have, and it is a significant power, is the name of Jesus. That's what I want to tell you. That's what you are going to fight with in your home. First of all, you have to be... A born-again believer in Jesus Christ to have any... You can't fight the devil without that. That's the first thing. You have to have that authority in your home. If you have an adult child who's demonized, they have to be born again and baptized in the Holy Spirit to fight this thing. What do I mean by baptized in the Holy Spirit? Well, here we get to the uh, nitty-gritty. The um, Bible says, after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll receive power. Jesus told his disciples, get in the upper room and don't even come out and try to start your ministry until after you've received the Holy Spirit. If you've listened to my testimony, I was an atheist and people laid hands on me and I began to speak in tongues. I'd never heard of speaking in tongues. I was an atheist one minute 30 seconds later, I'm praying in tongues. All right, It's real. My, my entire personality changed. I was a different human being. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. That is the greatest power tool that you can have. All right, How do you get baptized in the Holy Spirit? All I can tell you, each individual is different. You are going to have to seek God, seek Jesus, seek the Holy Spirit, and pray for it like never before, and ask God to impart it to you. The good news is that that goes along hand-in-hand hand with the the amount of demonic power that's being poured into this realm right now, the good news is there's a counterbalance. You see, the Lord is making more Holy Spirit power available. He doesn't turn the devil loose on us without giving us the power to withstand the devil, and he'll flee from us. So there's more Holy Spirit power available than ever before for miracles and deliverance. But you have to know how to tap into it and have to press and press. And this is a long-term fight. It does not happen usually in one day, one night. This is a process. Sometimes it takes a week, a a month. Sometimes it takes multiple months or years. You may not want to hear that, but we're in a fight from here on out. All of us are. We're all under a barrage, and attack. With everything that's going on in society, as again I said you know at this time, it's going to get worse. It won't get better from here out because the dark forces are unleashed. So this is a process you're going to have to take step by step. It can take some time to get free from demon infestations, and it is a fight. The demons may go away for a while, but they will try to come back with reinforcements. And the individual who's demonized must take steps to fill their mind and heart and life with godly things. Seeking Jesus, seeking the Holy Spirit. The only power we have is the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. In order to be free, the individual who's demonized must turn away from certain attitudes and behaviors that are not permitted in the Bible. And focus every part of themselves on drawing closer to Jesus. Now, in your case, if you are an adult, uh, you're the uh, parent of an adult child who's living with you, a teenager, and you believe they're demonized, you have to get yourself, yourself as clean a vessel as you possibly can, because you are going to have the authority as the head of the household. Whoever the head of the household is, is going to do the warfare, The teenager, unless they're willing to choose to be free and fight that fight, you're going to have to do that and take control of your house. And it will be a tough love situation in many instances. Or the demonized child will wreck the rest of your family. And that's not a good option. But again, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, claiming the blood of Jesus, praying over your home praying over your child, taking anointing oil and going in and on their pillow, maybe when they're not there, maybe when they're at school, anoint their pillow with oil, anoint their door handle, anoint their their closet with anointing oil. And again, this may sound kooky to you, but I'm telling you these are the weapons that we have for pulling down the strongholds of the devil. Once again, every Christian needs to seek the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues if you want maximum power to fight the devil and demons. Praying in tongues is the most powerful weapon you have in spiritual warfare. Don't ask for a long explanation, and there's no sense in getting into some long theological debate about whether tongues are for today or or they passed away with the apostles, forget all of that. You don't have time for that. It's it, This is an emergency situation. I'm telling you, I've lived it. It's not something that I've figured out or thought about. It's real. I've been living it, and that's all I can tell you as far as the baptism of the Holy Spirit is so crucial to this. And if you don't have it, keep seeking it. Keep turning your focus totally toward the things of Jesus, the things of the Lord, and do not let strife enter into that household. A demonized situation in a home will bring strife, and you'll be fighting with your spouse. They'll fight with you. You'll be on edge. You've got to shut that stuff down. No matter what it takes, you swallowing your pride, you find a way to mellow out. That's crucial because every time you bring strife, that feeds the demon, and you get stronger and stronger. If you are the parent of a demonized child who's reached the age of accountability, and that's usually around 13 or 14. In other words, they're, they're in that rebellious stage, which a combination of uh, demonization and rebellion is a bad combination, well, you've got to concentrate on getting your life as concentrated, as consecrated to the Lord as you possibly can. You've got to avoid conflict in the home as much as possible. Like I said, don't respond in anger to demonic outbursts that your child may exhibit. That's what the dark powers want because that feeds them. As a parent, you have to make sure your home is clean of any occult objects or that the demonized child or other family members may have brought in. Just do a house cleaning, start to live a consecrated life, and start praying. Praying as much as you can, any time you can, whatever job you have. During the job, if you're not having to concentrate on something else, take that time to just pray under your breath, just Jesus Set us free. I claim the blood of Jesus over my family, over my home, over my child. Call the child's name out. And you just have to keep going back and keep going back. And if you will do this, you will get victory. I'm telling you, but it may take a while. But be steadfast and continue to fight the good fight, as the Apostle Paul said. Now, let's talk about going to church, if that's going to help you. Unfortunately, going to a church or belonging to a church in your local community may not help unless the church believes in and teaches about deliverance on an ongoing basis. If deliverance and demonic things are just a subject they teach on once or twice a year uh, and they shy away from them because it doesn't tend to keep people putting money in the collection plate when they teach about those things, which is most churches, you're going to have a bad experience there, and I'm again speaking. I've, I've pastored churches. I I know how this works, but most churches are more like a social club than a place for help from the demonic. This is very frustrating for people, and it it can leave you disillusioned with the entire Christian thing when it comes to demonization. So unfortunately finding help in a church is usually not, they don't know any more than you do, honestly. Most pastors or priests or whatever, if you're of the Catholic faith, their little ritual thing that they do, that doesn't have the effect that uh, the information I'm telling you right now will have. It's going to have to be The person who's demonized, if they are of the age of accountability, they have to make a decision that they want to be free of the demon and want it badly, badly enough to resist the temptation to fall back into the old behaviors and old attitudes when they're set free and the demon invariably, inevitably comes back to tempt them again to try to get them back involved. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. As I said, there's more power available today than ever before in the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is being poured out like never before. But these, these are the realities of dealing with uh, being demonized or having a demonized child that you're trying to deal with. So I pray for you when you reach out to me and make contact, I immediately begin to pray and see what the Lord leads me to do. Many times, um, and again, I've, I've done this quite a bit. As you probably may know, I'm on a few national radio, international radio broadcasts, and that brings my name before a lot of people, and they reach out. But many times, they're not ready to take these steps that I'm uh, telling you, and it ends up being not a good uh, situation, because they've Well, for whatever reason, they're not ready to get out of agreement with their demonic strongholds. And until the person's completely ready, and there's, again, there's no magic formula. There is no certain prayer that you pray that fixes it all. It's a process, and you have to be willing to go through that process, and it's somewhat unique for every individual. There are some similarities, but it's mostly a unique experience. I pray for you in Jesus' name. This is Rick Bell. Thank you.